Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, your neighborhood good golf dealer joins the Gulf Oil Companies in bringing you the motion picture star's own program for the benefit of the motion picture relief fund, the Gulf Screen Guild Show, with Nelson Eddy, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., Tipper McGee and Molly, Ann Sheridan, the music maid, Oscar Bradley and his orchestra, and your master of ceremonies for tonight, Roland Young. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and may I say welcome to the Gulf Screen Guild Show. Tonight, it's a review written by Eddie Moran and directed by Frank Forzaghi. And now it gives me great pleasure to bring you a young man with a very interesting voice. A young singer whom I really believe has a pretty good future ahead of him. Mr. Nelson Eddy. For his first number tonight, Nelson Eddy sings us the beautiful Spanish song, Lolita. Bacchior, bacchior. 
Nelson edit that was splendid. A Spanish love song in Italian. I think it takes me to Venice. Yes, it does take me to Venice. Ah, beautiful Venice. Sam, I took up a travel folder on that place. Uh, just a minute, Roland. Do you mean to say you haven't yet started to plan your vacation? Back to the surprise, John Conti. It's early yet. Early? Why, it's the last weekend in May, and it's a mighty good time to start planning. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is the beginning of the vacation season when we look forward to long, pleasant weekends and motor trips to various parts of the country. So just take a minute tomorrow and make sure that your car is really ready for June motoring. Now, for instance, you better get a fresh crankcase full of Gulf Pride motor oil. And then your engine will have top-notch protection against long drives and hot days. You see, Gulf Pride is different from all other motor oils. It's made differently. Refined from 100% pure Pennsylvania crude. Not by conventional methods alone, but also by the patented Alclor process that only Gulf has the right to use. This Alclor process makes Gulf Pride purer, makes it tougher, more durable, and therefore more economical. So tomorrow, be sure you stop at the sign of the Gulf Orange Disc and ask for Gulf Pride, the motor oil that works wonders of lubrication. gentlemen. Somewhere there's a mythical city called Wistful Vista. Nobody's ever been there. Nobody knows where it is, but we have two people who came from there. That makes it all very confusing to me as well as to you. Anyway, here's a Wistful Mister and a Wistful Sister from Wistful Vista. Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Thank you, Mr. Young. Yeah, thanks, Rollo. Quite all right, old boy. They're going to have you with us, and... What's the matter? Well, what are you sniffing for? Well, I explained to him that we were on a different network tonight, Mr. Young, and he was just wondering if we were going out over the same air. <laughs> Smells the same. Well, the program has just started. wanted to meet you for a long time, Mr. Young, and I'm so thrilled at being on a program with Mr. Fairbanks. Well, thank you for the first part. <laughs> no, for the second part. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it uh, that way, Mr. Young, but I think Mr. Fairbanks is just wonderful. 
Heavenly days, I've been talking and dreaming about him all week long. <laughs> She's been making more fuss than a termite in a log cabin. <laughs> After all, Molly, let's consider this Fairbanks fellow. Take away his height, take away his looks, and what have you got? You, dearie. <laughs> now, don't pay any attention to McGee, Mr. Young. He's just a little jealous. Oh, it's all right, Molly. We're all entitled to our heartthrobs. Wake up and dream, you know. Of course, my trouble has always been that I dream and wake up. <laughs> but tell me, hasn't Fibber some box office in Amarata? What say, bud? Break that down first, will you, Mr. Young? <laughs> well, I mean to say, hasn't Fibber some screen favorite? Well, personally, Rollo, I kind of go for this Ann Sheridan. Well, you won't have to go far. She's with us tonight, too. Oh, dear. Hot dog she is, huh? <laughs> Gee, I wish I'd shaved. <laughs> That's all right, dearie. Maybe she'll think you're George Bernard Shaw. Oh, I don't think so. Witty fella, Shaw, you know. Oh, ganging up on me, eh? I can remember my younger days when I had both George Bernard Shaw and Fairbanks topped. You should have seen me then. What a wit. What a gay young blade. What a man. What a memory. <laughs> And to think I could have had any man in Wistful Vista. Yeah. At the last census, there were three. <laughs> three and a half, including your half-pint brother. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? I says three Ain't and a half. Ain't funny, McGee. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, Molly, you might have been able to get any man in Wistful Vista, but you can't deny you chased me all over town. <laughs> That's right, McGee, but I only wanted to get my bicycle back. <laughs> Yeah, now listen here, Molly. Now, it... now, Fibba, don't argue. Oh, no? Just give me one reason why I shouldn't argue. Well, let me see. Uh, how about... Oh, uh, well, uh, no. Uh... Oh, well, go ahead and argue. <laughs> On second thoughts, would you rather hear the music maids sing? It's much safer. Oh, that'll be fine. I like to listen to them. Yeah, sure. Trot them out, bud. Trying to get her bicycle back. Now, listen here, dearie. You maneuvered me into marrying you, and you know it. You managed to walk me past the marriage license bureau and ask me to go inside with you while you use the telephone. Well, there was nothing wrong with that, was there? No, but how come on the way out you asked me to marry you? Well, I'm a fair-minded person, Molly. The guy let me use his telephone. I hated to walk out without buying something. Oh. music maids, those five lovely girls who made such a hit in Bing Crosby's latest picture. The music maids bring to the golf show their own swing version of Red Wing. Dreaming about his 
Thank you, music maids. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I take great pleasure in presenting a very dear friend of mine who was born with one of the most famous names in pictures and has added to its brilliance. A fine actor and a splendid fellow, Douglas Fairbanks, Jr. Thank you, Roland. Welcome to the Screen Guild show, Douglas. I'm sure you enjoy every minute of it. Uh, would you mind repeating that again, Roland? Oh, not at all. Very simple statement. I said, welcome to the Screen Guild show, Douglas, and I'm sure you'll enjoy every minute of it. Is that all right? Yes, that's, that's mm-hmm. fine. Now, would you, would you mind repeating that again? Again, if you insist. Welcome to the Screen Guild show, Douglas, and I'm sure you'll enjoy every minute of it. Oh, that, that, that was fine. Oh, thanks, so. I think. Now, uh, Roland, would you, uh, would you mind repeating that just once more? What's the matter, old boy? You deep? <laughs> No, no, I just like to watch you talk without opening your mouth. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really a remarkable experience, like listening to a radio speaker with a face on it. Very droll, huh? 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 <laughs> By the way, Rolly, where, um, where are Fibber, McGee, and Molly? Now, I'm, I'm awfully anxious to meet them. Oh, say, Rolly, uh... Yeah? Is Fibber really her father? <laughs> don't let Fibber hear you say that, Doug. You know, I don't like to take sides, but I don't think McGee appreciates Molly. Oh, he doesn't, eh? Well, I'll fix that. I'll pay Molly a lot of attention. I'll talk to her till he's blue in the face. That would be an improvement, wouldn't it? <laughs> Fib up. Fib up. The man's calling you. Put down your racing form, dearie. Oh. Coming, bud. Fibber, I want you to meet an old friend of mine, Douglas Fairbanks, Jr. Hello, Fibber. Hi, Doug. Say, I saw you in that picture, Gunga Din, the other night, and you turned in as fine a performance as I've ever seen. I appreciate it especially because I was out in Indy once myself. Yes, sir, I was the fastest, roughest... McGee. Tough... Huh? <laughs> oh, oh. Doug, I, I want you to meet my wife, Molly. Hello, Molly. How do you do, Mr. Fairbanks? <laughs> As I was saying, I was the fastest, roughest rider in all of India. I used to get up in the morning, throw a saddle over my elephant, step out of the second-story window, and gallop away in a cloud of Hindus. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, Molly, you know, I, I knew you were going to be on the program tonight, but frankly, I, I never expected to meet such a charming and lovely lady. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir, the hills in India are very much like the hills out there. <laughs> A little hillier, I'd say. 
I can still see myself galloping away now. Yes, sir, there I go, over the hill. Goodbye. <laughs> now, what were you saying, Mr. Fairbanks? Simply that you enchant me. I'm completely captured by your charms, and to top all that... Have you ever been to Tidjabouty? <laughs> well, sir, Tidjabouty is absolutely... Quiet, Miggy, quiet. Can't you see I'm talking to Mr. Fairbanks? Well, I was only trying to save you from yourself. <laughs> the idea of you falling for a line like that there. Besides, he's too young for you. Go on. <laughs> Don't be silly, McGee. He's just my type. Tall, dark, and under contract. <laughs> Now, this has gone far enough. Listen here, Douglas. Ordinarily, I'm a mild-mannered man, but when I lose my temper, I'm like a wild bull. Do you hear me? Yes, Ferdinand. <laughs> you don't think I meant what I said, eh? Now, listen, Fairbanks. I'll have you know I've never told a falsehood in my life. <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny, but that ain't the way I heard it. <laughs> well, that takes care of you, McGee. By the way, Mr. Fairbanks, when you mentioned how charming and enchanting I was... What were we talking about? We was talking about the time I was in Tidjabouty. Yes, sir. Say, I... uh, why don't you run along, dearie? Well, okay, if that's the way you want it, but remember, your loss will be Ann Sheridan's gain. Oh. <laughs> Very funny. Go ahead and laugh. I suppose you don't think it's possible for Ann Sheridan to fall for me, huh? Well, it is possible, Fibber, but, but to make a hit with a girl like Ann Sheridan, you, you've got to have sex appeal. And you don't know what that is. Scientists don't know what electricity is either. <laughs> they know how to use it. <laughs> don't worry about me and Miss Sheridan. Oh, I can see it all now. We're alone in a canoe, floating on a lake. Me with my zither on my knee. It's very dark. She turns her head, looks into my face, and smiles. It must be very dark. <laughs> what? Oh, I see I'll have to prove it to you. Say, Rollo. Yes, Bubba? I just want to make sure of something. Is Ann Sheridan really going to be here tonight? Yes. Whoopie, eh, what? <laughs> She'll definitely be here tonight. But right now, Fibber and ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Eddy returns to sing for us one of his favorite numbers, the English battle song, Tomorrow, based on a poem by John Maysfield. Yesterday the cutting edge drank thirstily and deep. The up and out was ringed us in and herded us like sheep. They drove us from the stricken field and bade us into keep. And bade us into keep. But tomorrow, by the living God, we'll try the Today our little troop was ridden through and through. Our swaying tattered pennants fled the broken feet and few. And all the summer afternoon they hunted us and slew. They hunted us and slew. But tomorrow by the living God we
a glow of red. The wake lights burn and drip upon our cactus figure dead. And many a broken heart is here, and many a broken head, and many Thank you, Nelson. Eddie, that was grand. And now, ladies and gentlemen... Shut up. Oh, shut up. Please, shut up. (laughs) What? Now, wait a minute, Roland. I'm sure Oscar didn't mean you. Did you, Oscar? Oh, no, John. I was just practicing to stop those knocks in my car. Oh. (laughs) Well, you can't stop knocks in your car by telling them to shut up, Oscar. I can. The knocks in my car come from my wife. (laughs) Well... And I can't help you, Oscar, but I do have something to say to you, ladies and gentlemen. Tuesday, on your holiday trip, buy a tank full of Gulf No-Knox ethyl gasoline. And then you'll be the judge of what No-Knox can do to end motor knocks in your automobile and to give you a quieter, pleasanter ride. Drive your car over one of your usual routes. And when you come to a familiar hill, just see if Gulf No-Knox doesn't carry you up without the usual motor knock or ping. You'll be the judge. Next... Test no-knocks on a level stretch of road by accelerating suddenly and see for yourself how it gives you smooth, silent power, easy, flexible pickup, more all-around motoring satisfaction. Again, you be the judge. All we ask is that if Gulf no-knocks does as much for you as it has done for thousands of other motorists, you'll make it a regular habit to stop at the sign of the Gulf Orange Disc. Thank you, John Conti. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I take pleasure in presenting to you a young lady who has become one of the most glamorous stars in Hollywood. Besides being a fine actress, she has... oomph. <laughs> For the benefit of those who don't know what oomph means, oomph is something that... something like... Well, well anyway, she's got it. <laughs> Anne Sheridan. Welcome to the golf show, Anne, and I know you'll enjoy every minute of it. Oh, thank you, Roland. I have some wonderful news for you. Philip McGee's on the program tonight, and I think he's going to write a stage show for you. Hmm, that's a new one on me. I didn't know he even wrote stage shows. Oh, I think he does. I heard him saying he was going to make a play for you. <laughs> well, well, that sounds just like him. Hi-ho, Philip McGee, the poor girl's Errol Flynn. <laughs> I get what you mean. They're interesting, too, to know. I want you to meet him. Uh, Fibber? Fibber! McGee, the man's calling you. Put down that police gazette. Okay, but save it for me. There's an ad in there about some art photos. Did you call me, Rollo? Miss Sheridan, I want you to meet Fibber McGee. So you're McGee. That's right, sis. Fibber McGee, the original oomph man. (laughs) Yep, they used to call me that 15 years ago, sis. 
Time marches on. Uh, but tell me, why did they call you the oomph man? Because I played the tuba on the Whistle Vista Fathers and Sons Silver Cornet Band. I was the second oak from the right. <laughs> By the way, Anne, there's someone else I want you to meet. Molly. Molly. Molly, the man is calling you. Put down Doug Fairbanks and come over here. <laughs> Molly, I want you to meet Anne Sheridan. How do you do, Molly? You know, I've never been introduced to Mr. Fairbanks. He certainly is handsome, isn't he? Yes, he is. Well, it was nice meeting you. So long. Nice meeting you. So long. <laughs> He's not such a much. Mm, that's right, Tibber. What has he got that you wish you had? <laughs> not a thing, and you can't make me admit it, too, either. <laughs> I say, Miss Sheridan, would you like to meet Mr. Fairbanks? Oh, I, I'd love to. And this is Doug Fairbanks, Jr., how do you do, Miss Sheridan? Oh, how do you do, Mr. Fairbanks? Okay, break it up. <laughs> now, now, look, Ann, I wouldn't put a knife in Fairbanks' back, you understand? Unless I was standing on a chair. But he's not the right type for you, and I'll bet astrology would prove it. Tell me, Doug, where and when were you born? In New York on November the 26th. Mm-hmm. What hour? Well, I don't know. I didn't have a watch on at the time. Oh. <laughs> I see. But I, I think it was noon. I, I remember the. I remember hearing a whistle. <laughs> That was probably your father looking at you for the first time and going... <laughs> anyway, Ann, that's all the information I need. Fairbanks is not the right type for you because he was born under Sagittarius. Not directly under it. He leans toward the Tarius. I'm the right guy for you, Ann, because I was born under Capricorn. Yes, and you lean toward the corn. <laughs> corn, eh? And what could be cornier than what Fairbanks said to Molly? I never expected to meet such a charming and lovely lady. I really mean that you enchant me. I'm completely captured by your charm. Oh, McGee, those words thrill me. Huh? What? Hey, Fairbanks' line really works. (laughs) Well, here we go. From now on, I'm ad-libbing. Oh, Fibber, I don't know what you've done to me, but I'm captured, too. When you're near me, I feel your presence vibrating in my heart. Oh, sure. Oh, McGee. McGee, I long to have you crush me in your arms and whisper sweet nothings into my ear. Said if I play my cards right, I can kiss her. Ah, to feel your warm breath against my cheek. Huh? Come here, my darling. Come closer to me. Hey, and quit fooling now, sis. Don't shy away from me. Can't you see I'm mad about you? Hey, now, take it easy. Don't get yourself in a dither. Don't toy with me. Can't you see my lips are longing for you? Hey, now, wait a minute. Kiss me. Hold it. Kiss me. Hey, Molly. Molly. What is it, dearie? Take the candle out of the window. I'm coming home. <laughs> Thank you, Nelson Eddy, Douglas Fairbanks, Jr., the music maids, Pippa McGee and Molly, and Sheridan Oscar Bradley for a swell golf screen guild show. And now, here's Douglas Fairbanks, Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, for myself and the rest of the cast, I'd like to say thank you. The proceeds of our program go to the Motion Picture Relief Fund to be used in building a home for the members of the industry who are no longer able to provide for themselves. We would also like to thank the Gulf Oil Companies for making these programs possible. Good night, and thank you. Good Good night, Doug, and good night, everybody.
Remember, ladies and gentlemen, next week, same time, same station, the good golf dealer in your neighborhood joins the Gulf Oil Companies in welcoming you to another Gulf Screen Guild show. With Gene Herschel, George Murphy, Dick Powell, Tyrone Power, Rosalind Russell, Lionel Stander, Marie Wilson, Reginald Gardner as Master of Ceremonies, and Oscar Bradley and his orchestra. Grateful to Warner Brothers and Walter Wanger for Ann Sheridan, to MGM for Nelson Eddy, to Paramount and RKO for Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Pepper McGee and Molly appeared through the courtesy of the Johnson Wax Program. This is John Conti speaking for the Gulf Oil Company. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.